Good evening, everyone. We're back at it again, Shah and Sherko. Today, I have Hani with me, and she's a YouTuber, guys. Please check out her channel. She's got two channels. Her personal channel is um, Keeping Up With Hani, and her joint channel with her sister is Anissa and Hani. And you guys can find me on Instagram at starmohammed96 with two Ms. So, Hani. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> so, um, let's start, obviously, today, guys, the topic is all, not all over the place, but we're going to talk about a few things. So, we're going to start off with the... <laughs> so, uh, I know, I don't know why, I'm so childish. But, yeah, do you want to, because you watched it now, innit? So, what do you, what do you think? Oh, where do I start with this couple? I just feel like for years, yeah, people look at them as like, you know, power couple, power couple. This is a perfect example why people shouldn't really look at couples online and think, yeah, oh, this is the best ideal couple. I'm trying to be like them because look, now, if, if it wasn't for August coming clean about what was going on, we wouldn't have found out that they had all these issues within their marriage, you know? That's exactly what I'm saying. Exactly. So now it's like, okay, well, we found out that there's issues with marriage, which is understandable. But they, I don't understand when they're trying to make the whole unconditional love thing about the fact that, yeah, I cheated, he cheated. Um, but however, we're still together now. That that's unconditional love. I don't think unconditional love is based on you guys accepting each other's cheating infidelities. And, and no, but uh, I, I personally think you know what it is, yeah. They agreed to have an open relationship. I don't know why they're going uh, beating around the bush, you know. Like, they kind of, they they yeah, they kind of style it out a little bit, like by saying, oh. "Oh, we was." Hmm? They're trying to style it out. Of course, this is the celebrity mindset, you know. Uh, they're yeah, they're very exactly. good actors, uh, actors, uh, actresses, <laughs> yeah. you know. They, they're so. trying to style it out to the thing where, oh yeah. Um, we was off at that point and blah 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 no you wasn't off say you was you, you basically nearly was divorced for her to be in a whole relationship with August she admitted that she was in a relationship with him she said yeah of course that's why she used the word entanglement for people like us to have conversations about what do you got coming from they're very smart yeah. they she knew what she was doing if she had said oh I was in a relationship with August Alcina no one would have really the the internet wouldn't be as hyped as it is right now. Do you get coming from? Because yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah. thinking entanglement. What, what do you mean by entanglement? You know, she yeah. she even went holiday. They they even went holiday together. What, what I don't understand was how they were just so laughing, giggly about the whole situation, and then they're trying to clarify it by saying, "Oh, this happened years ago," which is why we don't understand that August went and talked about it now, kind of thing. The reason why he spoke, you know what it is, yeah. The reason why he spoke about it is because his life has fallen apart in terms of his career, in terms of his um, he yeah, um, he lost his sister. Um, his, his brother passed away so many people passed away anyway around him mm-hmm. and then to a point where he had to adopt was it three or four kids right yeah 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 not doing good right now let me just do this interview with Angela Yee mm-hmm. and, and see where it goes 
Yeah, true. Like in the interview, he did clearly state the fact that um, anything that is making him feel, you know, upset or hurt, he will talk about it as in um, that's his new way of kind of healing. So Jada Pinkett Smith made him hot. She, he, she broke his heart. So he's going to talk about it because that's part of his healing process, whether she likes it or not. So I don't understand why they're trying to be shady about, oh, we don't understand why he's talking about it now. Go buy it. You know he's got emotional problems. Exactly, and he's suffering from uh, mental health problems anyway, and she found him more than anyone. So she should have known, okay, I should have been more careful with this guy. He will come out with an interview. <laughs> Do you get coming from? So Yes, he will. Um, very fra- he's very fragile, and to be honest, like we all knew he was a lion anyway. Yeah. We all knew he was a lion, because this was happening since, what, 2018? Preferably, or 2017. So... Anyways, guys, don't look up to celebrities because they're not people to look up to. Honestly, they're not. Yeah, like, I I don't understand when people see certain celebrities' relationships and they say, that's gold, that's gold. I'm thinking, no, every relationship... You don't know what's happening behind doors, exactly. every relationship um, has its ups and downs. Even influencers' couples, they're not couple goals themselves. Just because they're wearing matching trainers on social media doesn't mean they're couple goals. They're not going to show you the struggles and everything behind closed doors within that relationship. It just comes out when they get exposed. Jada Pickersmith and Will Smith, they would have still been couple goals if August didn't come out uh yeah that's true because uh, yeah no that's true because right now i think the last and uh, will smith as well he's changed a lot um from the guy that he was from like fresh prince of bel-air to the guy he is today a lot of people kind of he's lost not a lot of fans but a lot of people are questioning like what kind of guy he is right now if you know what i mean because their kids as well, their kids are kind of their kids are as well they, they're confused their, who they are you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know if I'm bugging, but I think I heard that Jaden, um, no, Jaden Smith wanted to cut off his genital areas. No, but he did. He he did say that. That's not a lie. Wow, <laughs> I can't believe that. When I he read that article, that. I was just like, "What? What am I reading? You don't classify yourself as a human. What? Huh? Where? And what makes me quit? Like, what makes me even not even understand it more is the fact that the parents were quick to, you know support it and i'm thinking that is such a huge step i know you want to be supportive of your child yeah but he's too young to be making such a life-changing drastic decision it's like with uh i don't know if you know gabrielle union um her husband he's yeah. got a daughter right that's transgender yeah. now i mean deep what i'm saying like it's 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 wow like how could you let your child that's basically not even 18 to make a choice like that in life? Yeah. Especially in the black community. For me, well, I'm sorry. Like, if I had a child, yeah, and I felt like they were always confused about their gender, I would let them stay confused until at least they hit a certain age. I'm not going to be supporting them while they're young and making them even more confused. I'm not going to lie. Because I don't want people to think I'm making um, it, but... Sorry, my child, <laughs> that's not happening. <laughs> that is not happening in my household. No, 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 it's not happening. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but Will Smith and Jada. I forgot to address one more thing mm. as well. Um, you know, Will Smith and Jada, when they were doing that table talk, Jada did, like, Will Smith was like, as a joke, oh, I'm going to get you back. And she was like, oh, yeah, you already got me back. And he laughed and was like, oh, yeah, that's true. So that means he's cheated too. 
I don't you but you never know what can happen. Cheating is not the only thing that someone can do to someone. Yeah, but I feel like I feel like they were talking about um, entanglement. So while they're on that topic and the fact that he's saying, I'm going to get you back, and um, she said, you already did, that means he's had his own thing going on. I 100% think he's had his own thing going on. Yeah, no, I I know you come from. I get get you come from. There's no way he's going to be so happy and all cool with it if he hasn't been doing his thing on the side. That's very true because I swear he said, I swear August was living with them as well. So he basically allowed him to go to the house. Yeah, because apparently... So August Alcina was living with them, yeah. And it's <laughs> so funny because August Alcina is how old? He's basically nearly... 27. Their son's age. 27 or 28 right now. Not far from. So he's basically three years older than me. And she's basically like... How old is Jada? Jada? She's 40-something, yeah. right? It's like 20-something years. 20 years, whatever, older than yeah. him, yeah? Oh, yeah. my God. That is... Related back to us, like I don't think I can possibly forgive if that happened to someone. Do you get home from? Like if that was your um dad or mum going for someone that's twice their age, that's your age. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you know what it is, yeah. Like I feel like cause they kids are just open minded to a lot of things. I think even Willow Smith is bisexual and stuff. So I just feel like they're open-minded people in general. So I don't think their kids even care, to be honest, like that. No, no, they don't care. Yeah. They don't care. They're all weird. They're all, yeah. Weird. All celebrities are weird. All celebrities are weird. Yeah, um, what was I going to say? Did you see the uh, post the other day on uh, the protest in Belgium? Yes. I think I read something similar about um, um, hijabis not being able to go for higher education. Yeah, hijabis. I mean, I mean, you know, I mean, what like, do you mean hijabis? Yeah. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I know. I know. Being able to apply for higher education because of this girl. So there's a protest now, guys, in Belgium. The people that don't know, um, there's been a po- protest the last few days, and uh, they want to ban the hijab wow. completely um, into people that study That's in universities, colleges, and schools. I mean. I mean, you know what it is? Sometimes I'm actually thankful that I live in London because I don't think that will ever happen here because of the, yes. because of the diversity um, that we live in. It's so, like, we have mosques everywhere. We have, it's it's quite good, actually. We can't complain. In London for them to even try that kind of nonsense. The countries that try that kind of nonsense is the ones there that don't have that many Muslims in it, which is disgusting and sad because they're taking advantage of that. They probably look at the percentages and be like, yeah, we can do whatever with them kind of thing. Nah, but you know it is. Now there's Muslims everywhere, though, because let me explain to you, like, you see France, they have that thing. They they have that rule already, right? The ban for the hijab thing. Okay, cool. France, um, most people that live there is Algerians. Algerians, like black Muslims. It's very mixed. It's very diverse, yeah? Oh my God, I might be wrong. Has that been lifted? The fact that no one is talking about it, I think it's been lifted, but I'm not sure. I'm going to look Okay, so even if it's not lifted, I'm saying that they had that rule, right? They had that. It's illegal. You You can't wear it. Okay, cool. Now Belgium is starting. So Belgium is near Germany as well, yeah? Okay. This is my theory now. If Belgium does it, Germany's going to do it. 
Because yeah, Germany is yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, this is going to happen. Germany is going to And then Italy, Italy is going to do it. Holland know. might even think about it. Because in Europe, in Europe, yeah. okay, obviously now England is out of the EU, but you see Europe, most countries in Europe are racist. Not only religion-wise, yeah, wow. skin-wise. Wow. Very racist. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Like, if you go to Italy, they will, they will call you names. If you go to um, Spain, the same situation. France, you know what? Yeah, the same I thing. You know, my Muslim is, um, brothers and sisters to not live in those type of countries. Like, really be careful where you're living. If you're already living there, try and get out if you can. Like, trust me. I think anywhere, to be honest, even England. Yes. Like, I think everywhere is racist. Like, yeah, there isn't a country yeah, that's not racist yeah, anymore. Spanish. Like. Um, Muslim sisters that are wearing their scarf to cover up to take higher education those type of countries need to be you know that's those type of countries that people need to try and stay away from and we need to try we need to carry on with the process we need to carry on screaming on social media we need to carry on talking about it so eventually you know something can be done This is what I'm saying. You see, with the whole Black Lives um, Matter thing, movement thing, it's good, like, everyone's doing that. But you see, with, like, anything that has got to do with, like, Islam, anything that happens, not, people talk about it for two days and then that's it. Like, everyone leaves it. This whole protesting in Belgium, that first day, it was two days ago, and then no one's posting nothing on social media. This is the time that we should all be coming together and screaming yeah, on the top of our lungs. Do you get what I'm coming from? Because the hijab, it's not just some, a headscarf. And I hate when people say headscarf. It's not a headscarf. It's something yeah. sacred to us. It's part of our religion. Yeah. It is part of our faith. Yeah. It is part of... Yeah, that is part of us. Do you get what I'm coming from? It's not just a piece of uh, cloth that you just yeah. wear and you take off. It's, it's not. This is what people need to understand, right? That's number one. Number two, it's like, how can the hijab define me? How can it define me? Yeah, yeah. Do you get where I'm coming from? Like, it can't define if I'm a bad person. Um, what about uh, Sikhs? They wear turbans. What about um, Jewish people? They wear uh, hats. What about every religion has um, a religious clothing? Do you get where I'm coming from? So but Muslim is when there's all these other religions wearing certain things as well. This is what I don't understand. It's like. With the naqab as well, there's there's a lot of women out there that wear the naqab, that wear the jilbab as well, and and it's like, oh, she's oppressed. She's been forced to wear this. No, oppression happens in any form. It doesn't happen only yeah, yeah. on a piece of clothing. Do you get coming from? Oh, oh, she's like a guy with a big beard. Oh, he's a terrorist. All of a sudden, like there's a lot of Islamophobia happening, and I think if Muslims came together and and helped each other in any shape or form the world would be a better place. And the reason why I'm saying this is because Muslims themselves, they are damaging themselves. Look what's happening in Yemen, for example. No, no one's yeah. helping Yemen. Saudi Arabia, they're not even helping. Then, like, how, like, they're your neighbours, like, you're meant to help them. Libya, for example, right now, not even example, it's happening right now as we speak. A lot, there's slavery happening in Libya. And who, who's been, uh, who's been uh, enslaved? Somali people. That were crossing to get into the country or to get into uh, Egypt or whatever, yeah, wherever so they were going. Do you know where I'm coming from? So it's, like, it's so sad because there's a saying, I don't know the saying, but if you don't start from home and you don't help your own people out, no one's going to help you. 
no one's going to respect you. Is that the same where yeah. in a workplace, for example, you know, if you don't kind of respect yourself and show people that this is the kind of person you are, people are not going to look at you as. It's like I'll give you a very good example. There's yeah. a workplace I used to work at, yeah, and the most majority of them were white people. And there's a handful of us that was like mm-hmm. Asian, Black, Somali, okay? And me and the girls, we used to, it was a tough job, innit? Because obviously we're looking after clients. So you can't just leave your clients yeah. any second how, right? So we would rotate yeah. in the like prayer time, okay? Especially especially on late shift, um, we have Asr and Makhrib and Isha coming along. So it's like, okay, yeah. cool, you go first, I'll go after you. The, not the, not even the manager, the team leaders and the people that we used to work with used to complain all the time, saying that we used to take long breaks and they just go in, they just leave whenever they want. It was a problem in the workplace and it was a very, very big problem. So I said to my manager, um, sorry, like, I can't, like, mm-hmm. I have to pray. I don't care what's happening. Like, I can't get in trouble for yeah. me to take five yeah. minutes to go and pray, right? Okay, cool. She was fine with it, but it was the t- it was the senior staff that had a big issue, and you know what it is? They pick and choose who they have an issue with. They never had an issue with the, the other girls. It was me because the other girls they would go sometimes and and they would probably do it when while they're eating their lunch. I would do it when it's the time. Like, okay, now it's time to. I hear the I can hear it the notification yeah. on my phone. I'm going. Okay. They had a big, you know what? Yeah, I'm not gonna mention this workplace here, yeah, but that workplace here, yeah, for example, because we're talking about like discrimination and inst- institutionalized racism here, yeah, honey, you wouldn't believe it. They were so racist to the point where so many people in 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 that workplace got fired for no reason. I'm not even joking. Like every week, someone was getting sacked because of something so small. Wow. It was like. It was horrendous. Like, I can count on my hands how many people got sacked here because of something that was basically, you could have had, uh, like, a first warning. Okay, cool. You do it again, second warning. There's a procedure, and then you get your disciplinary hearing. If you pass that, you basically Mm -hmm. are in your final warning, right? Normally, in workplaces, you get sacked straight away if it's a gross misconduct, right? Wallahi, there was, like, four or five people that got sacked for something so small and i was like what's going on here like and with me i've got a big mouth like i, I love justice if someone's getting bullied or someone's getting wrong i want to get involved in it obviously me being me i got involved in certain situations because i was thinking everyone around me that was basically not white was getting sacked and then the other people like the white people they were doing the most horrendous, like I'm talking about breaking the rules at workplace, um, abusing clients. I can't even get into it. Like think of the worst situations in it. They were getting away with it. They were not getting in trouble, nothing. So I was thinking, what, this manager's moving mad. And then the team leaders, they were the worst in it. There was four team leaders. Out of the four, there were yeah. two of them that, that were white, yeah? They used to, since the day I started, they used to get onto me. Like they would find anything to make me in trouble. You know, like, yeah. for example, you see in high school, yeah. there's always that one teacher that yeah, love for you to get in trouble, right? Teacher. There's always that one teacher that basically you, I don't like you, I'm going to annoy yeah. you for the rest of the, the year. 
right? This how this is how it was for me as well. I told my like I didn't even tell my parents until the end. I told my mom, mm-hmm. I told her everything, whatnot. Even then, like I didn't tell her everything, like what I was going through there for the eight months, nine months that I was working there. They gave me a hard time. Like it was I'm a very strong character in it. So even if I'm getting bullied, I will kind of like I can back myself, yeah. I can defend myself. But it was like so many of them. It was like five wow. five against one. Like it was five of them against me. And then the other girls, they were too scared to help me because they were like, Sagal, like, we can't help you in it because obviously we're gonna get sacked if we get involved. People wow. were scared to even get involved. So I was like, cool. So the manager didn't do anything about it till I went to speak to the head of the guy. Yeah. When I spoke to him, he was like, I'm going to speak to your manager or whatnot. But the manager, she was two-faced herself. She used to be like, she would say one thing to us lot and believe it that she's on, uh, on our side. And then she will say one thing to them lot. And she knows that she's not going to sack her team leaders because they're her team leaders. And the reason why these lot had authority over me, they were there for like 15 years. I was there oh, for eight months. Yeah. yeah. Where I'm coming from? So it's like, okay, they've been here longer than you if they bother you come tell me but i can't do anything yeah. to them right they bother me like if i come late on a shift anything like every little thing they would say something until like, both of them yeah and then there was another two they were like workers like me mm-hmm. and they were in my team group and they used to find everything like they would go to the manager, oh, Sagal did this, or oh, Sagal did this, and that person. She wow, did you that. just being confident. It was like I was no, no, no. It was basically you see, sniper. Yeah. I was, a, I was basically the target. It was like snipers everywhere. Wow. That's the way I can put it. Wow. It was snipers everywhere. Literally now, there's only like one person that I know that works there that I'm cool with. And everyone there, like everyone else got sacked or left. Well, wasn't there a HR person that you could have speak, spoken to? Oh, they're, they're just as bad as each other. They're all the same oh, team. Wow. The team leaders and the management, they were all they all knew each other since since the company was basically built. Do you get what I'm coming wow. from? Well, that's... I was targeted, subhanAllah. Like, because you know what is it? And there was jealousy because I was good with the clients and stuff like that. They were targeting me, the people that I was working with, not the team leaders. The team leaders were targeting me in terms of, okay... We're gonna pick on you, but the people that I was working with, they were worse. Trust me, there were so many times that I wanted to walk out and just, yeah, I don't want to say on here, but you know, you I know mean, what? Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> when you're supposed to take action. Yeah, you know, this is discrimination act law. I forgot what um, what year it was. Oh my god, that's the reason why I'm saying this right now is yeah, I never knew oh. about oh. all of this. Oh. So one of my friends told me that's you know, Sagal, there's a discriminant what you said there basically, you should have uh, done that. I was like, listen, I can't do that because it's a hundred of them against me. So if I'm gonna do you gotta come from it's not one person that bothered me at work. Yes. It was majority of yes, that bothered me and the other girls boys. But you see the difference was I had a big mouth, I used to defend myself and I used to give them the look, I would talk, I'll be loud. If they're loud, I'm louder. Yeah, you know what I mean? You, you, I never what you could have done is yeah, you could have spoken to that department of UK, send them an email, and you could have gathered the ones that you know got fired for wrong reasonings or the ones guess what I did then. When I stopped working there, I spoke to everyone that got sacked and that have left. Yeah. 
And I said, guys, let's write the letter to the HR department. Yeah. Okay, let's write yeah. a letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of them said no. So I said, I'm going to do it by myself. Oh. Because there were so many, one of my close friends as well, like I told her and she was like, yeah, nah, there's no point you doing it by yourself. You're not going to win. She goes, leave it. She goes, just leave it. She goes, just leave it to Elahi. Leave it to Elahi. But that was a trauma for me. Like I've never been in a work environment as, as like, I know at workplaces, there's people there to get you because of, if you're just to get you either if they want to be better than you or because they're malicious or because they're racist 100 percent these are what races like i'm black i'm somali hijab and because of the area that area was a racist area anyway in london and they all lived in that area do you get i'm coming from you can tell that they don't have black friends you could tell that the only ethnic people that they know is the people that they work with and because of some of the things that I used to say, one of them actually said to me, one of the team leaders said to me, I remember I was doing something in the office and she goes to me, is that a hijab on your head? Wow. The second month of me working there and then one of the other team leaders, she was Somali in it, yeah. She became a team leader, she was Somali. And she goes, Sagal, just ignore, ignore it, ignore it. I said, I don't know how you're going to do it because you're a team leader now, innit? And I remember that comment that she did and... I, I just laughed. I, I didn't laugh, but I was like, wow. Did she just say, is that a hijab? The way she said it, is that a hijab? No, she didn't say hijab. She goes, is that a hibaj? Oh, wow. Is it's that What do I even like? Is that a hibaj? And I was like, what do you mean by that? You know what it is. Do your research. Like, what the hell? Like, how could you? Oh, my God. You know what? I don't you can't pronounce it. Just call it a headscarf, yeah, innit? Yeah, like... Just say, oh, don't say nothing at all if you're unsure. Yeah, but there and then I wanted to slap. Wallahi, I just saw something came over me. Then I just left. I left the room. I was like, okay, let me just calm down. Then the other team leader, yeah, she's okay. So this one is the one that was there for ten years. The other one was there for fifteen years. The other one was like, was talking about something. I don't know what she was talking about. She was talking about something, and then she was like, oh. Like, what do you guys, like, do for Eid? Like, what do you guys do? Is it like Christmas? The way she said it was so sarcastic. Is it like Christmas? And I was like, no, it's not like Christmas. It's, it's... Yes, families come together and you go out and stuff like that. She goes, well, what do you guys do? And then she goes, oh, but why do you guys fast for 30 days without no food? Isn't that, like, torture? Wow. Hmm. But, the, but I was these, like, you but know these what? people fast for health reasons. Go by but you know I said to her, you know I said to her though. But I swear in Christianity, I swear Christianity, you guys have a month that you fast for forty days. So where are you going with this? What did she say? She just looked at me and didn't say anything. Yeah, do better. And plus, yeah, people for, like healthy people, fitness people, they fast because it's good for your health, genuinely. Yeah. So. Genuinely, um, it's good. For health, yeah. yeah. So, um, do your research, darling. What about you? Like, have you had any like? Okay, I feel like, you know what, speaking of yeah. um, scarf and stuff, you're just making me deep something, like, this whole conversation made me deep something. I feel like I got discrimin- discriminated yesterday at Barney Hospital, you know? Yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Oh my god, what happened? Because basically, yeah, um, you know, I don't wear scarf all the time in it, that's just something I'm, I need to work on, but sometimes I do wear it, right? Um. So yesterday was one of those days where I was wearing it, yeah? Okay. And... I was wearing my scarf, 
my mom was wearing her scarf and I was with my brother who was really unwell, yeah? Yeah. Now, he was really unwell because um, his neck was hurting him this morning. So when his neck was hurting him this morning, we decided to take him to a massage lady and well that was the wrong idea because when he left it was doing okay for a while but then when he got home it started hurting really badly to the point where i could feel like a bone on his neck and i felt like he was out of place and he was in so much pain yeah so what we did was we just rushed to barna hospital and um was and so then when we're at the hospital so there's a by the reception there's a queue but my brother is literally screaming because he's in pain like he's like he's trying to keep his neck in one position and all these things yeah now the reception lady she can see all of this yeah but she's not trying to tell us all to come at the front because compared to the other people everyone else was you know standing there in that queue you know fully stable like you can tell they went there for minor reasons because they were literally not complaining about nothing you know i was analyzing the people at the queue and they looked fine to me you know whereas when i looked at my brother you can tell the guy is struggling so um i just thought it would have been common sense to just be like if, especially if someone's screaming in the reception area to just be like you know what hey come over here let's what's the problem you might need a nurse as soon as possible you might not even be able to wait in the waiting area like everyone else you know so um she didn't do that she let us finish the queue while my brother is literally you know screaming and shouting because he can't help himself like he's not really he's not used to this type of pain so he couldn't help himself yeah and um what's it called then after we fin- after we finished the queue, I was um, giving her my brother's information and stuff like that. And I said to him, he said, to- my brother said to her, "Oh, um, I'm struggling to breathe. Um, it's affecting my brain, and I feel like my vision is kind of, you know, getting blurry." Okay. And, um, but he's saying this, he's saying this to her while he's struggling, and he's genuinely struggling to even get his words out. Yeah. So I'm trying to finish off his sentences for him, and she's just like oh okay well you're gonna have to wait in the waiting um, waiting room till a nurse sees you and i'm like what do you mean we have to wait in the waiting room till a nurse sees me i to, to um till a nurse sees my brother we don't have time for this we don't like my brother's saying he's struggling to breathe his neck is like twisted he can't move his position and it's like if you feel his neck there's, there's clearly something out of place and um the guy's about to lose his vision. Can you not just get someone as soon as possible? They were like, no, 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 you have to wait. So we had to wait in the waiting area. And it was so embarrassing. It wasn't embarrassing as like that, but it was kind of like, okay, all the attention was on us because, you know, my brother's making noise and everyone else is just quiet, just looking at us. Like we, It was like a movie scene. And then, then, um, it finally comes to see us. And, um, Wait, say that again because you are cutting off. Like, is your internet okay? Yeah, my internet's fine. So, yeah, yeah, I can hear you. So after a while, the nurse comes and, and she takes us to a room and um, she's like to us, oh, there might not be nothing we can do because he's 17 years old. We can't, we don't have, um, 
under 18 staff um, under 18 doctors or um, a facility area here anymore because of COVID COVID 19. So you either need to go to Royal Free Hospital or you need to go to um, North Middlesex Hospital. So I said to her, this is an emergency. We don't have time to be going from one destination to another destination. The guy is severely ill. Like you need to see him. You need to you need to just figure out what's going on, kind of thing. And she was just like, let me get a doctor. Because when, when she realised I wasn't having it, she was like, let me just get a doctor. The doctor comes now and he's like to us, oh, there's nothing he could do. Um, he's 17, he's under 18, he, we can't see him. But however, just go to the other hospital. So I'm like, okay, can you put us in an ambulance or an emer- emergency something? She, he was like, if we transfer you, then um, it's going to take eight hours for the car to come. Eight hours? Like, eight hours? What? yeah eight hours and i'm like the guy's in pain and then my brother's literally like oh please 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 just can you just look at this and look at that the guy's not doing nothing and then um we was like him, fine can you give us painkillers and then he was like okay i can give you guys painkillers and i'm thinking why do we have to even suggest that can you not just why are you not suggesting anything at this moment and then when we was kind of like trying to persuade um, him to see my brother he was like listen yeah there's nothing else i can do you guys have to get your own transport to the other hospital and um there's literally nothing i could do i can give you guys the painkillers you want and that's it and i was like okay okay i'm glad that you touched up on that because it's like with the coronavirus why was it more black and ethnic people were dying more than white people. That's Five times That's within our community, or like, let's just say the black community, okay? A lot of black people are dying from COVID-19 and hospitals are just, I'm sorry, like I know hospitals are doing their best, but there's always that one nurse, that one doctor is going to give you yeah. paracetamol. And I, I can get that from the pharmacy. I'm, I'm really, really ill and... All you're doing is giving me paracetamol, painkillers. That's what I'm saying. You think I came all the way here for paracetamols? Anyways, let me quickly finish the story. So the guy went on and um, was like, that's it. So he, I, I, I sensed a little attitude from him. And I just sensed that he didn't really want to help us. Bearing in mind, yeah, so we're clearly telling him my brother's struggling to breathe. They don't care. They just want us out. They just want us to go to another hospital. They're not trying to help us at all. So I'm like... All right, cool. So I went to the other hospital, yeah, North Middlesex Hospital. Luckily, the other guy there was like, I explained to him, we came from Barnum Hospital, they refused to see us. He said to me, what? How can they refuse to see you guys? They said they don't have an under-18 section there anymore because of um, COVID-19. He was like, that's 16 and under. Your brother is 17. You should have been seen. Wow. And then he said, yeah, he said, then I explained to him exactly how I felt discriminated from the reception area to the waiting for us to be waiting for a while. Then when they saw us, they were dismissing us. Then we had to suggest um, um, the painkillers. They didn't even offer us anything. And then they're talking about, we can't even get your ambulance. You, you have to get in eight hours. And we didn't even bother calling 999 because we, it took a while. So we just ordered a cab, even though we had to wait for a while. So we, struck, we made, made everything longer. Bearing in mind, we're telling him, Oh, we're telling them oh my brother's struggling to breathe the Bonner hospital did not give two tusks so I'm like bro black lives don't really matter out here and then I'm looking at myself I'm thinking I'm wearing a scarf as well my mummy's wearing a scarf so it could be a Muslim thing or a black lives matter thing but re- regardless that hospital there was definitely some sort of discrimination going on because how is the other doctor telling me in North Middleton Hospital that he's going to call up Barnet Hospital and investigate yeah no I'm telling you uh, racism is everywhere mate it's not only 
skin color or um, sexuality anymore. It's basically everything. Health. Health. Yeah. Workplace. Workplaces, I think, I think workplace is probably one of the worst ones. Like, I know people, they tell me about their workplaces and what they go through. Even in schools as well. I think, you know what, high school, no. I don't think I've ever... I, I, yeah. I, 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 no, I, I feel like hospitality is the worst oh, thing yeah, yeah, hospitality. in hospitals because that's yeah. your health. Like, I was literally crying yesterday by how I how, um, I felt like my brother was getting treated by the doctors because the guy is literally telling him, please, I'm in pain, can you just do something? And the guy is just like, no, you have to go to the other hospital. I was in tears because I felt so hopeless. Wow. And then I was like, well, life, this is not normal. So when I was seeing the other doctor, yeah, I'm so happy I spoke about it. I was like, by the way, we came from that hospital, this and that, this and that happened. The guy was like, huh? Your brother is 17. He's 18 this year. Like, they could have seen him. He's not 16 and under. So they made you guys go to another hospital. And then for that hospital to say that, no, you know, your brother could have been seen in that hospital. Yeah, but obviously they helped us, they yeah. blessed us and everything. Alhamdulillah. God bless um Haladihai, North Middlesex Hospital Wooday. But like they were just like to me, Whoa, like I, he was like to me, the doctor was like, I can't discuss this with you any further, but I'm definitely gonna pull up on a hospital and see exactly what Oh, Hillingdon's worse. In my area, Hillingdon Hospital is the worst hospital. Wallahi, they, I'm, I, I'm telling you, they kill people. They are killing people since not even COVID, mm. way before COVID. They yeah. like I know someone yeah they not even someone I'm not even gonna talk about that yeah but I know many people that have been to him in the hospital and they seriously have like a condition a serious condition and they've told them a different diagnosis then they've been transferred to a different hospital and that hospital said no you've got this now so basically it's like you going to Hillinda right now saying I'm ill and they said to you you have cancer for example okay for example then you went to uh, Norfolk Park. And then Norfolk Park did more tests and they said to you, no, you have meningitis. That's two completely different things. Wow. Where are coming from? Hillenden. That person? No, no, no. Hillenden's like that though. Hillenden, they've been doing this for many years. They have been doing this. I know people in my life that they, they, they've done that. I'm telling you right now. They told them you are suffering from this and they are suffering for so- something completely different. Completely different. But you know us here, yeah, when all this is happening us, um, when all these things is happening to us here, yeah, that's when we need to be vocal that's and talk about what it. what I'm and, saying. You know, I think, uh, especially Somali people, I'm tired of especially uh, Somali people, yeah. we need to talk more. Because talk we tend to yeah, and educate yeah. ourselves in situations like this when it comes to hospitals, when it comes to doctors, yeah. when it comes to schools, when it comes to university, anything in life, I think we need, that's what I'm saying to you, that's why a lot of things happen to us and then we say, oh, why did that happen? Why? Because it happened in a research. Because we didn't talk, we didn't, yeah. You know what it is, yeah? Also, speaking of this now, um, when it comes to medication and what the doctors give you and the nurses give you, I always would recommend to people double read what they are giving you before you take anything go on google and read more about it i've seen far too many people get medication just quickly swallow it and then they get crazy side effects or you know they get worse and that's all due to the fact that they are not reading you know i've been to hospitals with people and stuff and even like 
my family members sometimes they can actually of course it happens the wrong thing by accident of course they can mix it up they can mix it up now if you are quick to swallow it and not read about it and you know not check if you got the right thing and everything else you can potentially even kill yourself so we need to stay walking oh i know a lot of people they they've they've got like they were given the wrong um medication for their you know health they've been the wrong medication and it's not because it happened it's not only because it happened to them once or twice it's happened i'm like how are you letting this happen it's the first time now what are you doing you know you're not reading you're not reading that's what they do sometimes the pharmacies as well they put the wrong label they shouldn't be doing yes that's what i'm saying but that's all due to fact human nature i do understand natural mistakes can happen but um, at the same time like you when you work in those departments especially with medicine and giving it to people you need to double check everything yeah no i know what you mean and i do feel like whether if the patient can't read it the family member the guardian whoever's looking after the patient they need to double read their medication before they just give it to the person no that's true like my mom she's never taken a medication without us proofreading yeah no that's about me as well because i've got like quite a lot of medication i always read it again like not a second time a third time yeah just to check do you got coming from just to double check and yeah. also when i collect it from the pharmacy i read i read it there and then so then i know they've done anything yeah. wrong oh here you go you need to change it yes and sometimes it's good to google as well because google has more information about that medication not if you know your diagnosis not if you know your medication not not if you've taken that yeah. same medication for like 10 years you don't need to google oh no that's different i'm i'm talking about you know something new no that's definitely true of course you have to but what I say to you? Yeah, yeah. Go and on. Sorry. No, go on. Even if it's a, even if it's a, even if it's a regular medication, just make sure you picked up that regular normal medication because they can mistake it. No, that's true. Well, I hate that's actually true. But so, like, you see, when you were in high school, right? Mm-hmm. Were you ever like discriminated by like kids in your class, or you know what I mean? And I, I, I feel like kids they don't they don't know they're doing it, but they know what they do. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was the whole Somali for there was the whole Somali forehead joke, but I didn't really see it as a big. Like, no, I was that's like, a, whatever. That's, that's not really. This. Yeah, I know. I I was laughing about it because more time because I had hair anyway, so I didn't really care. I was just like, whatever. Oh, like, but okay, was this uh, Somali people saying it to you or other people? No, other oh. people, and it was a thing where. Um, there was always something to cuss about them as well, so it wasn't. I didn't really deep. I didn't really get too, you know, emotional about it. Was that it? So you you had it for a minute in high school. I mean, yeah, like that was the only thing that anyone ever really got onto me about. Um, I can't remember anything else. And I was very. The thing is, I was very like vocal. I um, wasn't shy, and I was confident as well. So it would be very hard. That's to true. In high school, I don't think no, no. High school, I never had um, no one discriminated me, uh, or because my school was predominantly a ninety-five percent Somali school. Like honestly, it was ninety-five percent was Somalis, and the other five percent was Asian like, and whoever else. Yeah. However, primary school, there's a lot. There was this one. Oh my god, she was always after me. She just wanted to leave me alone to a point where my mum and her mum had altercations. 
it was like from year three to like year six. Yeah. And I'm not being, me being racist. Yeah. This, I think this is the reason why I've never had a white friend. I've never had a white friend because we just never got along. I just couldn't see the, I couldn't, could, like, what's that word again? Um, yeah, have we never had anything in common. It was either we were friends and then we would just fall out. But then there was a group of Asian girls that uh, that was so rude to me. Like I remember, even though it's primary school, I shouldn't dwell on it. But they were on, they were on my case. I remember one time, yeah, it was like six, seven of them. Uh, I'm not gonna say no names, but um, I remember one incident. Yeah, I will never forget this. I was in year six. We finished our sat. I was at the playground. I had a, I had a Snickers in it. I used to love Snickers when I was younger. And then they all just came and just smacked my Snickers on the floor. And and I started crying. Wow. I started crying, yeah. And I went after one of them, I spat at her. And then there was one teacher that never liked me. She's now a deputy head in this primary school, by the way. Because this, this primary school is basically like right next to my house, isn't it? Um, she basically, I got in trouble. I got in trouble. She called my mom. And I got in trouble and she was always on my case. So I was like, wait, why am I getting in trouble? There's seven of them against me. What's going on? These girls, wow. in the whole year, like period of time, they were on my case. And literally I'm like, what are you, you know what it is, yeah? There's like, there's this thing where um, it happens. Uh, I know a lot of people that they said the same thing as well. Like Asian girls, they, they can, they know how to bully people. And I'm not like saying all Asian girls are like this. Do you get where I'm coming from? I'm not gonna generalize um, people, but I know a lot of people that have been, that have told me, and they said that, you know, she, they've been bullied by Pakistani girls or Indian girls or, do you get where I'm coming from? Like with me, I don't have Asian friends. I'm surprised. I've I'm never had it, because I live in an area like with a lot of Asians, do you get where I'm coming from? Like in the area that I live in, it's like Somali, Asian and black, if you know what I mean. Especially like in my area, there's a lot of like we're a lot of a lot of us are Somali and Asian but anyways yeah yes like it's true like even in high school I've seen with my own eyes that like, Pakistani girls would bully Somali girls like but Somali girls had a lot of confidence they knew how to fight back or argue back it was literally like it was basically in our school it was Pakistani girls versus Somali girls and then with the boys it was Somali boys versus um Afghan boys but the boys was different they never used to bully each other they just used to fight each other and the next day they'll make up with the girls it was like rivalry like every day okay. I'm gonna make your life hell mm-hmm. with the Pakistani yeah. girls they were more diplomatic they knew how to get to you with us Somali girls it was like is that saying where you know how everyone's talking about the angry black girl basically that, that's how yeah. we were we were the angry um, kind of like we. it showed on our character it showed you know, appearance, personality. We were ready, yeah. you know. But I love, I love everyone in it. I'm not, I'm not discriminating anyone. But I've seen it. It happened to me. That's why, like, I've never had a lot of Asian friends. Um, actually, to be quite fair, it happens in the household as well. Um, Asian parents, they, they don't like black people, and that's true. And the reason why I say this is because I know a lot of people. They said to me, I can never walk into my friend's house because of their, her parents wouldn't allow me to come into the house. I'm like. What are you but wow. honey, do you get you've I'm sure you've heard this. There's always that are you not getting what I'm coming from? I'm not gonna lie, like I don't know, like I had one for no, but I'm not talking about if you have you I not had... deep, like Somali people are hated by Asian people. 
I haven't deeped. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like your mom. Like it happens. Like even our parents know this. I haven't had these discussions with her. I'm not gonna lie to you. I will ask her today to, um, you know, find out more information. But as far as, as far as right now, I can't speak too much on it because I'm not too aware of it. Trust me, like ask a lot of people, you will see yourself. But with me, like I do have Asian friends in it, and like we 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 know each other for so long. But in terms of like other people. That people that I've met and stuff like that. To be honest, I've got a lot of Asian neighbours and we have not said good morning to each other and we've known each other for 17 years. That's the way I can put it. <laughs> That's the way I can put it. Wow. Literally. I'm not talking about there's there's, there's certain there's certain That's ones good. where I grew up with them, we're, we're friends and that, but there's a lot of them we have not said good morning to each other. And to be honest, wow. I don't even have Somali neighbours. The first Somali house is like all the way down the road. You know? When people say, oh, it's not good to be... I wish I was around my people. I wish I had a Somali next door neighbour. Are you crazy? Mm, mm, I get what you mean. So you know what? Actually, you just made me remember something. One thing I didn't like about my secondary school was that there was this... Um, the darker-skinned people would get called names oh, yeah. like Flick and stuff, and I hated that so much. Like, I hated that so much. Like, to the point, yeah, especially those couple of people that um I used to rock with as well, and um when they used to get called names like that, like, I would literally get into fights for them. Like, I'll be like, what are you doing? Like, da 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 And they'd be like, oh, Henny, we're not talking about you. I well, as in, like, black people or anyone that's dark? Yeah, like, anyone that's dark. Like whether they, even like one girl, she was Somali, she was dark skin, um, she used to get called anyone that was dark skin, whether you're Somali, black, or even Asian, because you know. Some yeah, of course, like Sri Lankans, Tamil. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. So whenever I like used that, to hear yeah. anyone talk like that, yeah, I would literally like get vocal about it and you know start cussing them and stuff, and they'd just be like, "Oh, why are you getting involved?" I'd just be like, "Because it's my business." Like, how dare you, as a black person, as well, say that? Sometimes it would be the black people saying stuff like that as well. Oh like, yeah, like, that's what I don't like. like. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I hate that so much. Like, what? I want that in it. The light skin yeah. and dark. Yeah, that I'm. I'm against. No, even certain brown skin people, like they'll be my shade and stuff, they'll be full they'll feel this entitlement to call other people black. I'm thinking, no, just because you made a couple of shades lighter than them doesn't mean if not even sorry, using the word made it's wrong. But I mean, just because you're a bit light, lighter than them doesn't mean you're better than them. Like pipe yourself down, like, you know. I would even get into fights for it because I hated that so much from a young This is age. what I'm saying though. This is what I'm yeah. saying. And um, black people, they can't cry when someone's is like with the, especially with the whole Black Lives Matter thing, but these times you're discriminating someone else that's basically lighter than you, darker than you. So where are you going with this? Like- yeah. I feel like now, I feel like now maybe today's generation, the secondary school kids might not be like that so much because of, of the whole Black Lives yeah. Matter thing. And, you know, because it's more woke, like we talk about it more, so everyone is more aware of colorism and discrimination. Whereas back then, no one was that, no one used to talk about it. It wasn't um, a thing where people would, um, you know, raise awareness of. It would just happen in secondary yeah, school. Yeah, colorism is a huge thing in the black community. The lighter you are, the the nicer you yeah. look. No. Yes, 
I know. Even in college one time, I remember I was friends with this dark skinned girl. She was so beautiful, so beautiful. And everyone knew this as well. And um, then there was this ignorant, dumb guy. He was black as well, yeah. He was like to her, oh, you know what? Yeah, you would be so much more prettier if you was a bit lighter. But I think that's boys, that's boys, that's boys, boys, they prefer girls that are light skinned. But I think, yeah. You know what? I can't say all. I can't say all. Majority of them, though. Majority of them. There's quite a bit of them. I know that, but I'm saying majority of them, they go for the girl that mixed or the girl that is lighter. You know what it is, yeah? Everyone can have a preference. They're entitled to it. But when you bring a degrade people for, you know, of their colour or of their hair texture and stuff like that that's when I get really angry because you can have a type whatever no one cares yeah but however do not degrade um, our women do not degrade our people for being darker and talking about oh you'd be pretty if he was like what was the need of that comment so I literally had to say to him like what was the need of that comment ever since me and Henry me and that girl and the features as well oh you got like that kind of lips that kind of nose um the, the texture of your hair, the the softer your hair, the nicer it is. Basically, it's like for example, see how Somali people. Yeah, yeah. A lot of yeah. people say that Somalis are not black. You, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you probably heard of that phrase before, right? Yeah, Somalis are not black. Yeah, yeah. In secondary school, some. Yeah, in secondary school, some people used to try and make oh those kind God. of remarks. Tell me about it. Secondary, college, um, work. People used to say to me. Uh, said to me are you from Eritrea I'm like no I'm Somali you can tell I'm Somali but anyways I said why are Somali people like what are they East African with black is it I thought you guys were mixed with Arabs yeah I don't know why they keep saying that there's some Somalis that are mixed with Yemeni but not all of them and there's some out there that claim to be half Yemeni when they're fully Somali embrace it Somali love it (laughs) Oh, those oh I'm quarter Italian, half Somali, quarter Yemen. What, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, just stop. stop. Just stop. Just, just stop. Somali, man. God. Like, literally, like, that's what I'm saying to you. Like, that's why people say, oh, black people and then Somali people. No, we're all black. But I feel like, yeah, I really wish back then in secondary school we would um, have more, you know, discussion about colorism and black awareness and stuff like that. Because then I feel like if that happened back in the day in our time as well, I feel like there wouldn't be so much colorism going on right now. I think colorism is going to go on forever. It's not... Yes, it, it will go on forever, but you know how we're making a movement now? We're actually making movements, like we're talking about, like we're making people work, like people who are um, experiencing colorism are, you know, more confident and able to talk about on social media and stuff like that to ins- inspire other people. All these things wasn't happening a couple of years ago, you know what I mean? So I can just imagine how many black people must have felt. But then, know? like I said again, black people, they do it to themselves. You're talking about colorism, you want to fight against the whole dark skin, light skin thing. But you're still sitting there bleaching your face and relaxing your hair. You're proving people basically. A lot of them, a lot of them, and honey, there's a lot of women out there that bleach their skin, yeah, that relax their hair, okay, that doesn't embrace uh, their natural hair. It's just, it's low self esteem, low, like, you can't sit here and be like, oh, uh, uh, you know, the darker we are, and people are saying that we're dark skin and, you know, um, 
the reason why I, I think is because you know it is yeah it's because of guys as well because gu- it's the guys that are saying oh we would prefer to have a girl that's basically brown skin light skin so if she's gonna yeah. go and reach herself and yeah. then she can be with the person that she yeah. wanted to be with do you get what I'm coming from? to be honest a lot a lot of it has to do with guys because even them they them pushing big bombs and big tits a lot of girls oh yeah that I don't even see that I'm just against the whole um um BBL yeah that please please guys yeah. let's keep our natural bodies because bbl in when you when you yeah. become 50 all of that is gonna be what's that word again it's gonna be just gone like you're gonna have all gonna of be health like, conditions as well what's her name again what again keisha cole so fabulous. she took out her implants you know oh. Michelle, yeah, she took out her implants. Yeah, yeah, she took out her implants. Even like Miss Our Fabulous talk, talked about um, how her girl was um, putting her through a lot of health problems. And I'm so happy that she talked about it because it can make young people aware of, you know, it's not all glory and beautiful. It comes with a lot of risk and, you know. Yeah, but you know what is, yeah, with the colorism thing, I just feel like now is the perfect time to for people to talk about it, conversate, sit down, have a discussion and see where we can fix it. And the guys, they need to support um, black, black female women out there. Do you got coming from? They need to support us because they can't... Yeah. People, everyone's looking at this. Everyone's looking at this. This is a teamwork. Like, we can't do what we need to do. Yeah. They need to be speaking out there, be like, we love all shades of black women. You can't just... Of course, like you said, there's a preference, 100%. But, however, um, just because... You don't need to just keep throwing it out there. Like, we get it. You have a preference. You don't need to just rub in other people's faces, especially if they're not that colour that you are preferring. I just think dark skin girls are beautiful anyway. They're winning, to be quite fair. Um, like, I, I think I, all black is beautiful. I think, yeah, but I just feel like, anyway, dark skin girls need to have confidence because you guys are winning. Yeah, but you know what it is, babe? We can't even say that because there is a lot of dogs and girls that have confidence as well. There's only Sorry, some that gets in here. There's, there is a lot of dark skinned women that do have a lot of confidence, they do love themselves, they know they're beautiful. There's, there's only some that kind of fall for um, the stereotype of today's society. Yeah. And those ones are the ones that we kind of need to show love to. But even though those ones are kind of hard to spot as well, because they're not. And girls, stop bleaching, stop bleaching your skin, know, I... because that's just yeah, that's not. I'm telling you, bleaching your skin is not going to help any situation. Why would you want to bleach your skin? I just. I feel sorry for anyone that has to actually. I feel sorry for anyone that feels so insecure that they have to buy such a cream and damage their skin just because of society. Like I feel sorry for you. I really wish I could speak to someone that was thinking of doing that and maybe like if I could talk to that one person out of it. Like that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I think with the hair is different. Like of course you want to look nice if you wear waves, wigs, whatnot. That's calm. But relaxing your natural hair. You see, because how some people they say that. Some people's got like the texture of hair is different than. Okay, so I'll give you an example in it. Yeah, I had someone that said to me, "Oh my God, Sagal, your hair is soft. You know, like it's proper soft. Mine is proper. Mm-hmm. It's not." And I was like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah. It's, it's, it's not yeah. like that. Everyone's different. Genes, genetics. 
She goes, nah, nah. Somali girls yeah. have soft hair. I said, no, not, not every Somali girl's got soft hair, you know. There's a lot of them that, that don't have soft hair. Yeah. You can't just generalise everyone. But anyways, yeah. the whole message is like, I don't know, we spoke about a lot of things, innit? I, I know. Well, you know what is there? When it comes to relaxing with um, the hair, yeah, I do I do understand why, why some black women do it. Because sometimes, yeah, um, like I used to have a black friend, she, she told me she doesn't relax because of whatever um, to make her hair straight she relaxes because her hair is easier to deal with and put it in different styles uh, or even sometimes slicking it down it's just easier to manage when she relaxes her hair so everyone relaxes for different reasons i mean that's your own person in most of, no i i definitely disagree you know why i do, I do feel like listen I, I i don't think that every woman relaxes i just say every but a lot of them do relax their hair because they want because of the straight do you got coming from straight you can straight your hair but you don't need to relax it because once you relax your hair your natural curls they die out um honey your natural hair yeah. the the nutrition of your natural is gone it's like you know there's people out there they perm their hair as well right yeah, yeah. they want their hair to be curly right and yeah, so yeah. curly hair is coming back now five years ago no, no one used to rate curly hair do you remember yeah, what, what was curly hair? No one cared for it. No one cared for it. Everyone was just obsessed with this whole straight hair, straight hair, straight hair. Now people want to be like, okay, curly hair is actually really yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah, it's so weird. It's so weird, but honestly, like... And even I remember that time when straight hair was a thing. Being skinny was a thing as oh, well. Yeah. Now being thick is a thing. There you go, exactly. Of course, there was a time where, you know, like, for example, in the 60s and the 50s, if you seen how the people look like, slim, yeah. long legs, that was the thing. Now it's like, okay, yeah. a bit of meat, it's okay. Like, it looks good. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I, I, I swear to God, the generation that we live in right now, it's not going to be as bad as the generation when we have kids. It's going to get worse. I know, I know. I'm so scared for that. I'm oh so scared. God. Trust me. Like, I'm going to have kids and I'm going to explain to my daughter and my son at the age of eight, okay, there's, you know, there's certain jobs that you can't get. There's certain schools that you can't go to. There's, you know, I have to sit down and explain. With our parents, it's different. They, they, they didn't explain any of that to us because, you know, you might not think you're going to go through it because you live in London. London is full of, oh, yeah. it's full of racism and, and discrimination and colorism and anything. I'm telling you, right, like, oh, I've been I, I, felt, I, felt, I mean, I felt it yesterday, like, and I was talking to my mom about it. I was like, Mom, did you feel it as well? She's like, Yeah, honey, you're not bugging. Like I'm telling you right now, I know I've been to so many job interviews and, they, and and I can say for a fact some of them didn't take me because of because of who I am, not because of my experience. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, so. Guys, this is Sherco. Check out her channel at Keeping Up With Hanny on YouTube and Anissa and Hanny on YouTube. What's your socials, Hanny? Do you want to say it? Oh, yes. Guys, check out my Instagram called um, I'm Just Hanny. I-M-G-J-U-S-T-H-A-N-I. Yep. And guys, that's a wrap. Anigana, obviously, my Instagram at SagalMohammed96. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bye.